Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Hi, this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Vilmos fixes the website. Just put up a new merch page, which has the new Dork Forest design by Brett Chambers. And that's available in brown, green, and a pre-ordered hoodie. Because I am not Walmart. Though, if enough of you order it, I guess I will keep it in stock. They're expensive. But I just got them. They're nice. They're Dork Forest um, hooded sweatshirts, zip up, and they say Dork on Dork Dialogue. But it's at JackieCation.com at the, on the store page, the merch page. And Mike Rickbert just sang the song you heard, and he'll sing again at the end. So there is a donation button. Feel free to use it. I am at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival this week, and today's episode is coming right up. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm sitting here in the Dork Forest with Aaron Jackson, stand-up hello, comedian. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. We just had a lovely breakfast here in Austin, Texas at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Yes, we did. And then we walked uh, I around. ate Jackie's bacon. Did you? Yeah. Well, they gave us four pieces of bacon. And I'm trying to do this thing that uh, I'm tricking myself into thinking, really? Two pieces of bacon. That's all you need, Cation. That's all you need. I don't live in that world. It's, <laughs> you can uh, play in our world, live in your world. What is a PlayStation? Uh, whatever. It's an old... Nothing. <laughs> Sorry. I do love the silence. The sort of shaking. I asked you if you wanted to play hacky sack and you just did that same thing. You're like, no. And then what did I say? You said, I'm black. Yeah, that's what I said. I know black people who play. It could happen. It could happen. Black people could play hacky sack. I guess theoretically. Theoretically. So um, I don't have any cashews. Usually that's what I offer people. But we did just have breakfast, so we're good. We and are. so there's a, a glass of water here in my hotel room. We're staying at the Radisson. Everybody else, uh, the headliners, all over at the Intercontinental. Did you, and you have never seen Defending Your Life, right? Is I have correct? not. you got to see it. Albert Brooks, Meryl now, Streep. Now I'm interested. Now you're interested because uh, he stays at kind of a shitty hotel. Not that this is. This is a great hotel. Um, but she is staying at one that gets like – has a jacuzzi in her room and has a uh, – she gets a chocolate swan on her pillow. <laughs> and he's like, I just get a mint. And <laughs> – so it's a perfect, this is also a perfectly nice, but that's what's happening. And when, Mar- when, uh, they dropped Maria and I off, the, the woman who was running the, the shuttle service thing, she felt really, she felt like I should feel bad that I wasn't at the Intercontinental. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't actually, but I, now I do. Now I guess I care. If I were more diva, I could get in. Well, now it. that I've seen it, I care. Right, right. It is very fancy because <laughs> we went there to pick up our stuff. Yes. And, uh, so, I asked you what you uh, were dorking out about, and you said, one of my favorite lines whenever I ask people what they're dorking out about, you're like, well, I collect shot glasses, but everyone does. That's not – Everyone does? No one do, No one collects shot glasses. I really don't think so. But wh- how long have you collected shot glasses? Oh, my gosh. Since before I could drink. Since before you could drink. Well, yeah. That's when I think it kind of starts. Yeah. And then usually people stop. They hit around 25, 26. Not so much yourself? Well, I'm not 25 yet. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> did you hear that, Hollywood? I did that. Hollywood. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to uh, <laughs> set up ingenue Aaron Jackson. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, who is uh, obviously 20 years old and a genius. Because you're such a great comic. It would be great to be uh, as good as you are in 20. Wouldn't, wouldn't it? that be nice? I get so jealous of these kids who I see them doing comedy when they're 17, 18. I'm like, man, I wish I knew then. What time? When did you start? I started after college, a couple of years after college. Oh. So maybe I was like 25. So early. So early enough. Like last I was year. 19. <laughs> right. Just last year you started. I started when I was 19. But well, you don't have a lot to talk about when you're 19. But right? you, but you get, don't you get the chops, the performing at least? True. But everybody today is born with those chops. You know how like they're filming babies at the, when they're born. And so everyone has stage presence. <laughs> everyone has stage presence. Even people who have nothing to talk about are really good on stage. I was like, yeah, yeah. And you know what? If I ever say to you, new comic, you have really good stage presence, I'm not insulting you. I'm saying you do have good stage presence. But I'm also not surprised that you have good stage presence because right. everybody's been on TV and, and, and everything. And YouTube so, their whole life. Yeah, their whole life. So, you know, they're born with it. And now – and people say that they're afraid to talk publicly. I haven't heard anybody under the age of 25 say that. Yeah, no. In 10 years. So those people are now 35. Nobody's afraid to talk in front of people no, anymore. No, public speaking. Pretty, I mean, because it, it used to be like the biggest fear, right? And right. now, like, I wonder what that is. I wonder, yeah, it's probably not getting your own sitcom. That's right. probably your greatest fear is not getting your Getting caught on the cell phone cam without makeup. Right. right? I, maybe I will never get my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> right. Uh, whatever. Anyway, so, um, Let's talk about so I so then so you collected from before you were yeah but are they all are shot here's what I don't know about shot glasses okay when I used to drink a great deal uh, I didn't drink out of shot glasses I drank out of tumblers uh huh and I and I called those shots I mean you could put a shot I guess of something in, in a anything tumbler. right but, but tumblers are I mean shots are an actual unit of measurement they are, they are not? but my shot glasses are all kinds of huge Different. shots some really really tall ones with you know, I mean, they're, they're super skinny, super and, skinny and tall, and have maybe three shots in them. And they got a picture of like Yosemite on it or something. Whatever. Or, yeah. what, what are you? How many do you think you have? Oh gosh, hundreds. Really? Yeah. Do you have them on display or are they boxed? Well, right now they're in storage because I don't have a home. Oh, that, that's right. Because you <laughs> subletted your your condo to a dirt bag to a squatter. They do their own <laughs> occupy movement in my one bedroom condo. What I like is that she's a squatter instead of just a dirt, just a deadbeat. That uh, because what she did is she ended up squatting. Yes, but she only planned be- to squat the whole time though. Oh, did she? That was her intention. That's what she does. She does. She goes from like every few months she gets evicted and goes to a new place and just squats. Well, she knows all the rules. She's been doing it her whole life apparently. Okay, and so well, how did she pass like any sort of credit check or whatever? Well, I hired a can I a say people Edwards? No, oh, fucking a. Okay. I swear it up. I hired a really shitty broker who found her. I paid someone to find her. Oh and, my god! Uh, you she didn't screen her properly, obviously. Oh, and uh, that's I was going to move to New York, New York and become a star, and I ended up living with my parents. So my shot glasses are in storage. <laughs> and your parents are retired. Yes. So they're right there, wondering why you're living with them. Oh, they know why. They remind. They tell me all the. We sent you to college. <laughs> we sent you to college. Now you hock t-shirts out of a suitcase. We yeah, sent you to college. If you go to AaronJackson.com, you can get a t-shirt. Dot net. I. I, I dot net. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron Jackson, too popular. Too popular a name to get the Yeah, but there's com. nobody on .com. Somebody was squatting on that shit, too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> my life, the story of my life. Right, people just following you around going, how can I get there quickly with no money and just sit there? <sighs> so .net, AaronJackson.net. Yes. And uh, I do love the Booker T. Washington. Thank you. The Booker T. Washington t-shirt. 
It's because your mom was, you texted you? I text her an abbreviation. She's just getting into texting. Right. She's not up on the lingo. Right. She knows LOL. That's the one she knows. (laughs) Because it was on CNN, probably, or on I, or Mike Wallace. I don't know who it. told her. Some right, probably somebody. some other old person that figured it out and was already embarrassed, wanted to spare their compadres. So I, uh, yeah, I text my mom something and I put like BTW in the text, which as we all know is by the way, yes. because we're under sixty. But she called me and asked me, "Hey, what does that stand for?" That you sent the text. What is BTW? And I told her, by the way, and she said, oh, that makes more sense than what I thought. I'm like, what did you think? And she said, Booker T. Washington, because she's 60. So I made a T-shirt, uh, a Booker T. Washington BTW T-shirt that uh, hopefully is a hit. Who knows? Why wouldn't it be? I'm sorry. Just just in general, you just want a T-shirt that has a picture of Booker T. Washington with the, with the letters BTW yes. underneath. Yes. Because it's, first of all, a very inside joke. And second of all, it's cool to have a picture of Booker T. Washington. He's awesome. Now it's funny because I, I after I've, I'll do that show, I'll do that joke at shows and people will come onto my Facebook or they'll email me and they'll, now I've got people spelling out Booker T. Washington when they mean to say, by the way, <laughs> Booker T. Washington loved your show or something like that. Now it's oh, like catching awesome. on. I love it. That That is, yeah. you know, it's kind of a hook that's kind of a hook right there for that's now what, until for i now. get sick of that joke and then what? right and then <laughs> and then it's over i know sometimes we get sick of jokes it's uh and that's why you got to do a cd yeah, Aaron that's the Jackson. worst part of like doing like doing a t-shirt or something like you're like i don't want to tell that joke but i need to, to make pay for 20 parking. bucks exactly i got i need i need luggage uh, <laughs> to pay for my right. luggage as i travel right. around the country and uh so you have so they're different size what are what are the what was the do you remember the first one that you got shot glass wise oh gosh or one of the first ones? No, someone started me on it. I mean, I didn't That's know. That's how it to, happens. That's I didn't a gateway know to drug. Get, you know, to co- co- collect a shot glass. I didn't know anything. But somebody brought me back. Do you ever collect pint glasses? No. I, I've started collecting pint glasses. So I don't have a leg to stand on. I have pint glasses. Ah, I've got my mom now. Um, This is not at all comparable because there aren't so many. But she is addicted to funny bone glasses. You know, oh, the, from the comedy the, cha- club. the comedy club yeah. chain? Yeah, okay. they have them at every 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 location, and it has the location on it, and they're different yeah. colors, but it's the same glass. And she's okay. like, you're going to a funny boat. I don't want, I don't, I don't, I don't have, have that Louis. one from, from St. Louis. <laughs> Can you give me one from Columbus, please? Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati available? And, That's uh, the one thing she she enjoys about stand-up comedy is getting the free glasses. Otherwise, she hates it. She hates, it. She hates the fact that you do it, and she's and constantly with the, I sent you to college. You to college. Where'd you go to college? Howard University in Howard, Washington, D.C. In Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did you study? I studied television production. And did you get your degree? I did. There you go. I, I have a degree in political science oh. from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Fantastic. And we're both using them. We're both using them. Is that so, what's going on? Well, I videotape my shows, so there you oh, go. There. And do you have a DVD? I put them on YouTube, and uh, yeah, that's what I do with my degree. That's what you do with your degree of production values, <laughs> yes. it turns out. Do What do you think of my setup here for the door? This forest? is fancy. This is, I, I, I have, a, I have a, 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 a dealy bob, and then I have this doohickey. A dealy bob? And a doohickey. I got the Zoom and then I got a mixing board and Patrick Brady was like, you should crank it because uh, you, I've, I've had a variable bit rate or whatever. There was some audio talk about uh, the fact when people load the, the, the podcast, they can't listen to the whole thing. So like, uh, I don't know because because it's a variable bit rate and nobody knows how. Oh, you're taking a picture? I am. I'm going to take off my glasses because I'm so much more intelligent looking I'm taking a picture during the podcast I, we heard it too yeah I, I need to learn how to turn that off because i take pictures of people in public places all the time and so uh-huh. when uh-huh. and then it, you I, want a gorilla take so pictures? i try to cough like when i take the pictures <laughs> of people that look ridiculous Why? so that but then when taking... you cough it shakes the camera 
I need to turn the click sound off. Anybody with a droid razor, droid email razor. me. All right. Tell me how to turn the damn Is sound Aaron off. Aaron at EJ at AaronJackson.net. There you go. Email uh, the, Andrew Solomson might. He's on a previous episode of The Dork Forest and knows more about Andrew, holler at me. It's a, <laughs> please hook you up. I don't want to why read a you, book. Why are you gorilla snapping shots Because I'm a shitty human being and I want to post <laughs> pictures of people on the internet did i tell you this uh i've had a i've i've been on the road so much lately that i have seen too many people everyone's wearing capris now the guys men women and there's just too many people wearing i'm over the nobody looks good in them if you are a super fox lady it brings you down a notch Mm -hmm. if you are uh, an older lady everyone looks very very comfortable Mm -hmm. i'm not saying because i am very comfortable when i wear capris but i don't it's not good I inherited my great uncle Haji's thighs, uh, so it doesn't look good in in the capri. And then yesterday, well, I'm going to wear capris tonight, so you can just be you? the judge. Here's the thing: my mom says I look country in capris because I'm short. Okay, and then she's like they're a little too long to be capris, and they're too short to be pants on you. Okay, so you look like you're sort of wearing high waders or something. Yeah, she just thinks I look. She says she says I look country and homeless. What what? Am I- I'm neither. I like well, that I am you are homeless. You're a little homeless, but that <laughs> that's just mean. And uh, what about um? But this guy was wearing cargo man capris. Ah, were they tight? A little bit. Snug. They're a little too snug because otherwise it would have been a cargo short that were just sort of saggy. Right. So they must have been. So they were. They were. They were a little slimming. And you're like, dude, I don't. That could not be a less attractive look for me. But so it's that kind of thing that you're snapping shots. Well, like. That I, I'm not that I do like no. ridiculous things. Like I was with a. Um, let me turn this off to make sure that my phone is off so it doesn't ring during your podcast. Happens um, all the time. No, I so like the other mom. day, I'm on this uh, uh, moving moving uh, walkway in the airport yes. in Charlotte, and there's a guy riding the moving walkway facing backwards. Like who does that? You're facing me. I'm facing forward. You're facing me. Why are you doing this? This is the most uncomfortable. It's like riding an elevator with someone who turns around. Right. But he's like the whole time. So then I'm thinking, all right. So when we get off the next one, I have to get on the next. Like he's gonna turn right. around. Why wouldn't he trip and fall when he gets? Well, to he the finally because it tells you you're right. nearing the yeah, end. Yeah, so he right. turns around, and gets off, then gets on the next one. He still turns back around and looks at me. So I took a picture blatantly as he was staring backwards <laughs> in his face. And I'm like, dude, if you have that, if like if if you're that ballsy, then I'm gonna I'm gonna share you with Facebook. Uh, yeah. And so that is weird. That is weird. I didn't have to cough to disguise it because it was very clear to him that, was <laughs> that you were snapping a picture yes. of a crazy person yes. facing the Who wrong way. That? Who does? <laughs> well, that guy. Besides that guy. Who else? Besides does that, that guy. I know it. I took. Uh, Oh man, I was just in Arkansas for uh, a week, and uh, oh, I bought some rocks. Here's the thing: is I I will bought buy some rocks. Well, because because uh, uh, the the there's where I go is outside of um, hot springs. There's a crystal. There's a bunch of crystal mines and stuff, and it's usually just quartz. It's just regular quartz, and they have like this rose quartz is probably from it, and then this um, amethyst is not. I believe it's and from like Mad- outfit that you're wearing Madagascar. Today. Do you have um, do you have rocks? This shirt I also bought in Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas because uh, the airlines uh, misplaced my luggage, and so I had to go to Walmart and purchase. Uh, by the way, a ten pack of underwear didn't really look at them. Granny panties. I am the proud owner of ten of the largest pair of underwear that I've ever worn in my life, and uh, I was like, I can't throw them out. You can't throw out underwear. No. It feels like you're you're throwing away food to some extent. You can use them. Just stuff them in the back of the drawer. <laughs> the back of the drawer. And then every time I wear them, Andy Ashcraft's going to be like, you wearing those granny panties? What the hell's happening? Well, you and, know what? Uh, I'm single, so whatever. You, would you like some underwear? They're untouched by human hands. Eight of them. Because well, I only had to wear them. about that. How about we don't have to share that with everybody? 
I don't know why I decided to share the fact that I bought a 10-pack of underpants. But I did. I bought some socks and underwear and a couple of T-shirts. And this was one of those T-shirts from Walmart made by toddlers. They do nice work. It's, uh, (laughs) but this amethyst, uh, so I read in a, in a terrible romance novel about 15 years ago that amethyst represents intelligence and rose quartz represents, uh, heart, the heart love. And so I have been anthropomorphizing, uh, these two rocks, uh, making a hippie sitcom where I'm just like, you're all heart. No, you're all brains. Hey, brainiac, you're a nerd. And hey, get your. Oh, there needs to be video. Video podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the American public is happy not. But the okay. So, talk to me about like what? What are your favorite shot glasses? I'm trying. I'm I'm pulling teeth here on the shot glass talk. Well, gosh, I've you have a, hundreds of shot glasses. Hundreds of shot glasses. A lot. I haven't of them. seen them in a while. Let me think of one. I've is it the I funny love. bone? Do you have funny bone shot glasses? No, no, Do you no, have comedy shot club glasses. shot glasses? Oh, no, 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 no. Just uh, from. Towns I visit. Sometimes I cheat. Like I'll go and I'll be in an airport. I've never been in. I'll buy the sure. glass, which is cheating because I didn't really go to that place. Right. I but I still do it. Yeah, I have a pint glass from the uh, Bill Clinton uh, Library from uh, the Little Rock Airport. I have one I have from Memphis that I love. Which one? It's uh, it's got it's like um a raised almost. It's got swinging parts and it's Elvis. It's uh wait. It's it's a shot glass that has parts that move. Yeah, it, it has. Oh. It's raised. It's got a raised Elvis. And it's got like that's a attached? microphone that's attached. I mean, you, you don't awesome. put it in a dishwasher or anything. It's no. kind of like no, a, no. Yeah. it's a display item. And it's, so yeah, it's got an Elvis come out of it that's kind of raised off the glass, and it's got a hand with a mic. Oh, cool! That's a cool one. That is a cool yeah. one. Are, I, I yeah. So are there are there? Do you have an, any others that have attachments or? Sort oh of? yeah, most of them. I don't just buy shot. Uh, yeah, they're not like right. the shot glasses that say Miami. They're right. like funky elaborate. Shot yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, what's another one? Um, You're gonna have to send me pictures of these. I will. I should. You know, I used to, it's so funny because I got to the point where I got to the point where I had so many. I used to have them yeah. out, and then it got to Display. the point where I had so many that it was weird to have them in your house because I had a grown up house. Right, right. So <laughs> it was just like, okay, maybe I shouldn't. Right. So then they sat in a box for so long, but I still kept buying them and accumulating, accumulating. Right. Saying, when I have a bigger place, you're gonna get I'll like a nice a, shelf, like a nice and, cabinet, or, right, or like a curio. Bigger, yeah. Right, right, right. So, but right now they're just in boxes in my right. storage. Um, but I can't recall. That's one I can think of. Are they? Do, do you have like when you when you did display them? Did you do like like here's all the musicians? Like there's oh, a no, Buddy no. Holly, or I did there's them a just so that they looked really cool and random. Because some of them are tall, some are short, fat. So okay. I just did it by color, by size, and by and color whatever, and, yeah, and design no method to the display. Right, right. Do you have any national park ones? Like, uh, it'd be really cool to have one that had like the four presidents on it or oh, something. Oh, no, no, no. I don't have one. Like a Mount Rushmore one no, or something like that? I haven't been there. Oh, you've never seen Mount mm-hmm. Rushmore. I have accidentally seen Mount Rushmore. There was a gig. Accidentally? Well, yeah, I did a gig in Rapid City. Uh-huh. And so that's how I see most of my, uh, <laughs> that's how I do most of my travel. Yeah, somebody either, if, I mean, if I don't go there, somebody will bring it back for me for right. a trip. Like your parents just came back from Spain. Yes, they did, did they bring you something? They did. They brought me three shot glasses. Have you seen them yet? Uh huh. And what do they look like? Um, well, well, uh, they're pretty boring. From Madrid or like? No, they went to, uh, where'd they go? Malaga. So they, they, I mean, they didn't get anything super fancy. I think okay. they went to Seville one day. Right. Do um, they have like a bowl on them or something? Or? Yeah, something. But they, it's just a picture on the shot glass. It's not, like I like to collect interesting shot glasses that say fun things. See, I have one. Oh, I have this one I got um, in Puerto Rico. Oh, oh that's cool. Um, yeah. And it wasn't at Bacardi, but it was like. 
had gone to Bacardi and then the factory or whatever. Right. And then it's this tall one and it, it's got, I mean, it's super tall. It's like my forearm tall. It's like a foot. And so, yeah. yeah and it's so like it's, but inches. it's different, you know, different levels of drunk. Like okay. I can drink oh, this much of and it. And there's hash mark kind yeah, of things going. Cool. I can't remember all the things because it's in Spanish. So. Right, right. But I assume it's very funny and quirky and hilarious. <laughs> But, uh, right, right. I like that one. That one's fun. That That's one's fun. great because that that one's got stuff written on it, and mm-hmm. um, but it's super tall. Mm-hmm. It's um, where else? I've got. I mean, I've got glasses from everywhere. I've been a lot of places. You know, Mexico a lot of places. or I've, I've got one. I've got some for. I don't know what those say though. Because they're also in Spanish. Yeah. How about Canada? But they just. I think probably the ones in Spanish. Most of them just say the place. So that's, right. I could. I could. It says Aruba. Then yeah, yeah. That. I like the idea of there's there's like handles and and and, and oh, gadgets. Oh yeah, some and of stuff. them do have shot glasses with handles on them. What, what, where's just, that one from? From Pinky. I, I've got several. Right. I'm not doing good at this. I didn't. Right. I, was, I didn't know. I didn't know <laughs> there was going to be a quiz. You, there's I didn't a quiz. Know. About you asked me your... at breakfast. No. Um, <laughs> just an hour and a half ago, I, I was prepared. like, "Come on, man." Would have prepared. But what, yeah, but it's uh, what you should do is you should definitely do some sort of display. I should. I should take pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Just show. I mean. It's, 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 I thought that was a pretty common thing. I mean, what do they have shot glasses for? People don't collect them. Like that, they're right. Somebody must, but it's like those spoons that people collect and the thimbles that people collect. Now that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's stupid. That's where you draw the line. That's pointless. What do you do with a tiny spoon? You drink liquor out of shot. I don't drink liquor out of my shot glasses, but. Well, I was going to say, if you have hundreds of shot glasses and you're like, tonight I'm going to use every shot glass. Way more liquor than I could put in a shot glass. So it's kind of. Right. You'd have to just go pour, 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 pour. And then you're like, That's here's the pinky one, boink. Yeah. And here's the oldest one, boink. And do you have any like cowboy ones or? Oh, I just got one. Um, I went to the rodeo in Houston. I got a shot glass. Did went you? To rodeo last month. Is that last month? Why'd yeah. you go to the rodeo? Well, I was working in Houston at a club right. and the rodeo was in town. It's like That's the biggest awesome. rodeo in the world, I think. The Houston okay. rodeo, Houston uh, livestock show and rodeo. And uh, I got a cool one. There, I did a whole. I do also do. This is fun. I do like a um, a uh, a little travel video blog series. It's called Me in Your City. Okay. So whenever I travel, um, if if there's something fun to do, because I I, you know we could sit in a hotel all day. They all look the same. So when I go to a city, I like to see what's going on in the city. If there's something fun, I can try to do. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, got me a cowgirl hat and went to the rodeo. It was fun. Good times. Um, But I got one at the rodeo. Um. And uh, that was cool. It's just a shot glass with a, I mean, it has a... Like a rope on it or a cowboy hat? No, it has a hat. It has a hat sticking off the side of it. It's Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. See, that's, I mean, that that's worthwhile, I think, is to, is to find something where you're like, okay, that's cool. That's different looking. Yeah. It's yeah. not just a, yeah. welcome to Memphis. If I go somewhere and there's just a shot glass that's like a, a, a clear shot glass with a word on it, I'm not going to buy that. that no, that's mean, not that's not a draw. Yeah. I, I love the idea because I spend a lot of time sitting in hotel rooms going, oh, I hope there's an NCIS marathon on or some horrible. I can't do it. I can't do it. I have to. I mean, I took a cab to and from the rodeo and it cost me, it was like a $35 cab. Right, right. So it's a hundred bucks. Like, when am I going to go to a rodeo? Right. You know? It's so, true. Uh, did you go by yourself kind of or did you I take did. the feature? I myself. No? Okay. I was, yeah, I didn't take the feature. The features were from there. Local? Yeah. Then they could have freaking drove you. Yeah, well, uh, okay. well, whatever. But then you would have had to hang out with them. But uh, <laughs> no, they were perfectly nice, I'm sure. But I'm sure um, they were very nice. It's all a blur. And because uh, when I feature for Maria, like one of my favorite things, we went to Erie, Pennsylvania. It's a terrible gig, terrible, terrible gig full oh, yeah, of horrible yeah. people that, uh, that like it, the show was at like 630 at night mm-hmm. and they didn't know that, that they were seeing Maria Bamford. And so they were genuinely old and they kept going, what is happening? 
And Maria <laughs> went to the vault, man. She went to the back of the vault to find stuff from 95. She's like, anything? How about temp stuff? I'll go to the yeah. temp stuff. And she worked her ass off all week. But here's the good news is when I travel with her, she likes to get out of the hotel, mm. which is awesome. So I had heard that there was a beach glass convention. Mm. Beach glass being, you know, someone has dropped a mm-hmm. Heineken bottle mm-hmm. in Lake Michigan and uh, it is broken. Over, right. And over time, it has softened into something. And I was like, I bet you people are doing amazing things with beach glass. Mm-hmm. Dork Forest, I want to see it. I want to see, you know what I really want to, you know what I was, I was genuinely hoping for was someone had done the last supper as stained glass in beach glass. Have they? No. Oh. It was people who had wire wrapped a piece of Heineken glass and made it into an earring and tried to sell it to me for $45. Oh. I could not have been angrier. Bad flea market art. It was bad flea market art, and it was five bucks to get in. And then Maria was like, well, you know, there's an art museum here in Erie, Pennsylvania, and it was $4 to get in, and it was amazing. I did one when I was in Erie. I did one of my blogs there. Oh, yeah, me in your city? uh, Erie Microbrew Festival, and it was like, cool. It was amazing. (laughs) They gave you, like, of course, there's, like, you get a cup. I have that cup still. Mm -hmm, Um, They mm -hmm. give you this little shot glass um, of beer and uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, big breweries, small ones, and they gave you like they had um, pretzel necklaces. What? They made necklaces so out of pretzels? Just like the candy that you could just pull off and eat. Like, like yeah. Oh, my God, a pretzel necklace. So you're walking around with beer. You got pretzels around your neck. You know, it costs like nothing to get in. Right. It was so amazing. Oh, that sounds amazing. I, I was doing radio and the guy was like, hey, you know, the guy before me, not radio. I was right. doing a morning TV show. The okay. The guy on before me was promoting. I was like, I want to go to that. How do I? Where is that going to be? Me, yeah. He, I think he actually got you in free. He got me in free. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I drank and I, the show was so early. It was like six o'clock mm-hmm. and uh, I drank until then. Right. You much. were like, well, yeah. we're going to do this show now. Was it? A- <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot I'm not supposed to cuss at this place. Oh, <laughs> that was so funny. We didn't know we weren't supposed to cuss yeah. at that place until we walked in the door. And so, um, I didn't. And then Maria gets up and she says, I told I was, I was, I was told I wasn't supposed to fucking cuss. Nah. I, I'm so sorry. I just want to say fuck. A- Is that bad? Fuck. And <laughs> I was like, you go. <laughs> It was pretty awesome, actually. And then by the end of the week, they were just, I mean, they were just, they didn't know what they were getting into. But by the end of the week, I mean, and I thought she did fine every night, but it was, she was like, she felt like she was working her ass off and they weren't really getting it. So by the end of the week, and there were a couple of old people every night who would be like, we don't understand. And you're like, yeah, it's comedy. It's not going to be the same every time. I don't know what you think you're going to come right. to see. Comedy's so interesting because it, it's everybody's different. So different. So different. It can be anything. Isn't you it can, great? it's great. Just jump up That's and down. That's why festivals are great because you get to see people because when you get to a certain level, once you get to a certain level, yeah. there, there's no way you're going to work with any of these people. Right. Right? Because we're all doing all, the same thing. Right. We're all at the same level. So uh, this is so nice to see so many different people doing different things and, you know, yeah. that's what I love. Yeah. So where are you – this will probably go up in about three weeks. Where are you going to be um, doing stand-up? I, uh, I've got uh, – what, what is it? April? City. May? Like May and June. What are you doing? Kansas City. I'm doing the Kansas City Improv. I've got um, – Are you? Nice. I'm going to be in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina at a club. I'm going to be you, in Hartford, because you Because you're situated around D.C., you play more southern clubs, don't you? No. No? Like William, what, you Charlotte, North first, Carolina? and I, uh, Charlotte? You mentioned Charlotte. And I was oh, like, I, I do a lot of colleges, too. Oh, that's right. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. 
So I just came back from Asheville and stuff like that. Most of my southern stuff is college. This is North Carolina is probably the furthest south I've ever worked in terms of club stuff. Right. So yeah, I mean that's that's what that'll be neat though. Yeah, it's, um, it. yeah, they have they have good comedy clubs in the south. I'm told. Uh, I don't oh know no, no, no I work Birmingham too. That's a great room. Birmingham, Alabama. Oh yeah. Is it Stardome? Yeah. Amazing room. Okay. Hey, book me, Dina. Hey, Dina, you listening? <laughs> JackieCation.com. I don't know if you've seen my stand-up comedy, but I'm the golden retriever of stand-up comedy. <laughs> Everybody loves me. And uh, so I can do anything. And uh, how about Atlanta? Do you ever do that? Atlanta? Don't do Atlanta. Don't What's do Atlanta. I'll be back in San Antonio as well in June. Okay. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, a little bit of traveling to Des Moines. I'll be in June. Oh, you're doing the funny bone in Des Moines? Yeah. yeah well, that's be my nice. first time out there. Oh, good. That, uh, then uh, people should definitely go see you. It's super yes, fun. Come see me. Come see you do stand up the comedy, and uh, and I usually ask people what they're reading, and you were like, "Well, right now I'm reading crap," and then you described it, and I was like, "I don't think you understand the word crap." Well, it's not crap. It's just that it is literature. My favorite. Or? My favorite author is Jody Pico or Pico. How do you spell? How do you spell it? P i c o u l t. I've never heard of her. Sixteen books. You. She's read. She's read a ton of books. A ton of her books have been like Lifetime movies. It's that. Oh, it's Lifetime movie. It could okay. be. Yeah, some of her books are. One has been a feature film that like Cameron Diaz was in. It was a good one. Okay, um, what was it called? My Sister's Keeper. Okay, which I've, I remember when it came out. Um, yeah, and the little girl who was in Little Miss Sunshine, she was in it. Okay. So yeah. But I mean, I, I just adore her. I love her. And she's my favorite author. She's my favorite author. Whatever. Right, right. She's my favorite because one time I read a book of hers and as soon as I finished it, I looked her up on the internet and then I sent her an email and she wrote me back like 10 minutes later. Right. And we had this conversation going back and forth. I'm like, who does that? That's so awesome. Right, right. So then she became my fave and I'll go to see her, see her at the, you know, DC as a literary festival on the mall and I've gone to her, you know, readings right. and all that stuff. So I just, I just love her. She's my fave. And they're, and from what you say, they, they seem very much like slice of life fiction, just they straight are. modern fiction mm-hmm. that talk about sort of current events or current things that happen in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not historical fiction. No, no, no. It's not science fiction. No. There are no dragons. It's just good. She just, weaves a good story. She tells a good tale mm-hmm. about people. She does. And do and are there are there heroes and villains? I'm a huge no. fan of heroes and villains. I mean, it's it's it, they're really a lot of times there aren't. I mean, I think the the, the what that what's good about it is you can kind of empathize with both sides of of, people of, in her stories of all, all the, the people. Yeah. Which what what would you recommend if I were to read one right now, like as a first one? Like, what's your what's a good starter? What would be a gateway drug for the uh, for the love of Jody Pico? Yeah, Pico probably. Yeah, I've, I've heard it said both ways. Picolt. Um, but it's, it's it's like Frenchy or New something. York Times bestselling author of 19 minutes. Yes, that was a good one. That, that was, was a good the one? one about the the, the Columbine. I told you about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you finished, and that was when you emailed her, right? Right. I emailed her because I read her book that was based that was about a school shooting, and I was so into it, I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the world, and I was on a plane, and I was like traveling all day, and then I came home, and I was so engrossed, and I finished reading it. And, uh, and it was the, the day news. of, it was the day of the, the Virginia Tech shooting. Wow. So I had just read that, that right. book and then came home and was like, whoa, how timely was that? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so then that's how we. And that was the 10 minutes later. She was like, oh, I'm so glad you read it. Right. Well, she thing. just was like, that it's crazy that you read that today. Yeah. You know, yeah. That kind of thing. And we just went back and forth and. Um, she was like, I wrote it three years yeah. ago. Really? I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy a lot of things that she's done. I, um. But you haven't read all of them yet, right? I think maybe there's a, maybe there's two or three that I haven't read. Cause that I are left. Going, when did she write this? How come I don't know about this? Right. Um, and every now and then I'll be in the airport and I'll be like, oh, there's another one. There's a new one. Right, right. It's, uh, yeah, I am, uh, 
I'm on my second Jim Butcher book. There used to be a TV show called The Dresden Files, mm-hmm. and I never saw it. And and fans are like, you should read Jim Butcher. You should read The Dresden Files. And I just interviewed the Tolkien professor. He's going to teach a class where this Dresden File Jim Butcher guy is one of the one of the authors. Mm-hmm. And I I listened to the first one on tape, and it was brutal. It was like. Okay, I could have written this book, sadly. But parts of it were great because it was full of action and adventure and it was, and it was neat. I mean, he creates a really good world, Mm -hmm. but the writing was jarring. Uh And so someone said, you gotta just try like a third or fourth one. And I was at a used bookstore in Arkansas last week and, uh, and so I bought the fourth one, Storm, Storm. I don't know, whatever, but whatever the fourth one, mm-hmm. and it was it was really good. I mean, I see why it's sometimes with an author you got to give them a couple of books uh-huh. to really like Terry Pratchett. I I didn't know if I was going to like it, but I read like six or seven of them, mm-hmm. and uh, you six or seven to decide. You know, if you like it, well, because I did not like it because right. it was it was, but it was they're silly, they're very punny, mm-hmm. but they're also very like socially conscious, and they're they mm-hmm. they have like a really cool, but they're all set on this weird world where everyone has magic and they're on top of a mm-hmm. giant turtle. So it's very surreal. And so it took me like six or seven to figure out, oh, I, yeah, I kind of like this guy. I've, right. I've warmed to the world. I, yeah, it's funny. I don't read – I've never been into like the fantasy thing. I've never gotten into that. And right. So I, I started fire. watching the um, the Game of Thrones on HBO yeah. and then everybody said, you got to read them. That to me seems if, – if the books are like that, I mean I enjoy the show a lot. I'm right. Thinking, maybe that's, that's kind of – it's fantasy but it's not. I'll you, say, know, you still- might like it only because um, I, I couldn't get through it myself because right. I, I was like 180 pages in and I was like – and I have tried several times and mm-hmm. I'm going to try again just because the Tolkien professor was also telling me I should try it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, all right, all right. But I've, I mean I've – you know, some books you just can't get into. Right. That's all. You oh, know, sure. I mean I know plenty of people who are like Lord of the Rings. I'm sure it's great. Right. I right. can't right. possibly care. I read it because I need – I it was just like, all right, fine. Fine, I'll read right. it. That's, yeah. that's how I was. I was telling you the Hunger Games thing. I was like, all right, fine. I'm not a 16 year old girl, right. but I will read these books. <laughs> right. And I got through. And the first one was good. The first one, the first one was good. Yeah. And the second and third one were just what they were. Yeah. It was, you know, it's it's hard to sustain. Like, dude, you didn't have to write a trilogy. You could just stop. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big just fan stopping? of stopping. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't. Have, everything doesn't have to be 600 pages. No, it it could be 220. Who doesn't love a 220 yeah. that you can just read? I'll- My favorite kind of books, though, are the books where um, they're like a like like your traffic and your crash, where they're just um, intersecting stories, and you're trying to figure out how, oh. do these, how are these people related. Have oh, you interesting world read? Um, what is it? Let the great world spin. No, great. That's I enjoy that book so much. I bought hmm. it for like three other people that I know. And now you're going to ask me the author and I'm not going to be able to tell you. And it's what, say the name again. Let the great world spin. Let the great I world to, spin. I kept calling it as the world put turns. It, okay. So, no, it's <laughs> let the great world spin. I and I'll put it in the notes. Yeah. I'll put it in the notes. I, I enjoy it. And it's one of those intersecting, yeah. like 19 cab drivers around the world. And it turns out they're all have something not quite in like common. that, but, but yeah. yeah, but the stories of different people. And then you're, you're going, Oh, I get it. They do sort of know they each do other. They sort of know each other, but it's centered around this, a, a, a real life event that happened. Oh, and then, um, the other stories are fictional. Okay. Very okay. Good. Oh, so there's sort of a, it'd be like a 9-11 kind of story where 9-11 happens and it's kind like, of story, yeah, but, yeah it's not. but not, but it's not that, thankfully. Okay. Because my other thing is a, I like a cheerful book. Uh-huh. I like where uh, the good guys win at the end. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. No, you'll Maybe not. <laughs> it's a good book. It's just- I've also wanted to read, um. I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about, uh, trying to find, I've only read one Steinbeck novel. Mm-hmm. I think it was Mice and Men. I've tried to read Grapes of Wrath. Mm-hmm. Super dense. 
turns out. There's a reason why it has to be assigned. And uh, so... I have all those classics in my bookshelf or in my book box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Books that's in storage. Uh, your, uh, your boxes of books, <laughs> right, <laughs> essentially. I've seen... If anybody... <laughs> If anyone needs a condo, if anyone needs a condo in the D.C. area, oh, 1,100. How many bedrooms? Two? No. One bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. It's D.C. It's 1,100 bucks a month, yeah. and it's a, it's got a beautiful washer-dryer, right? adorable. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, Hoping I want to live there now. I know. I'm going to just go no, back to like But back. I'm not going to. I'm going to become a star. Are you going to become a star? I am. Well. I hope. I'm going to try. You've already won, in my opinion, because you get to do this for a living. True. And granted, you do have your parents constantly. Nini, 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 nini. College. We sent you to college. Why would you do stand-up comedy? <laughs> my parents. I got. Uh, my mother once said to me. My stepmother once said to me. I don't know whether you're going to end up homeless or killing yourself. Oh. So everything above that, I think I'm a success, right? That's awesome. It's great. And I was like, that's an inside your head voice. You might not want to say that <laughs> out, out, out loud, lady. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm, I'm Living with your retired parents in your 30s is definitely good for the act. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? The writing just writes itself. It just writes itself. It really does. So in, in that respect, it's, it's been healthy for the job. That's great. That's uh, for the job. Yeah, and you know, it's nice. You go home. I bet you there's food. I bet you there's food. There's always food. That's an expense I don't have. I'm excited. Yeah, right, right. When's the last time I bought groceries. Groceries you don't have to buy. The house is always clean when you get there. Do you have chores? I'm not pretty, really. I'm a pretty clean person. Right, you keep it tidy. You do, you do the roommate thing where you're like, all right, I'm going to, I'll keep the common areas clean. Oh, <laughs> it's funny because like, I, I've literally, my dad doesn't understand sometimes there's just stuff in the room and I'm like you understand that I, I have a house and I've condensed it into a room like I don't have yeah. my stuff anywhere else in this house right so it's, it's a little sometimes. so he finds it to be a little cluttered a little cramped a little cramped say, but it's, sure you, know, you stack, like, stack like cordwood you're doing what you can yes. and to keep it out of their way yes. and uh, so like what do you want to read that you think that you feel is a, just a twinge of guilt that you're reading one of these because you're like it's not the greatest book in the world like do you want to be reading Shakespeare do you want to figure out yeah. Do you want to learn Greek? I want to be able to read. I want to. I want to care about biographies. There you go. I feel go. like I'm. I'm. I feel like I'm not a girl. I like a. Fi- I like fiction. Right. You know. I. I read a good. I. You know. I think the last biography I read was Larry King. It was decent. It was good. It was. I mean, there were funny, very funny parts of it. Mm-hmm. But like my friends got to read Steve Jobs. Ah, oh, biography. It's the main. It's. It's better than anything you've ever read. You got to read it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can. I read yeah. Steve Martin's because it, it's about Steve Martin. Right, right. I read uh, uh, yeah. Tina Fey's. I didn't. I didn't and uh, it was great. Was great. Yeah, and but it was hilarious. And, and then the Bossy Pants. Bossy Pants. And quite one. honestly, I didn't even read it. I listened to it on Audible. Did you? And I listened to uh, Sarah Vowell's books, which were also uh, sort of anecdotal and history uh-huh. and, and great. Uh, but they... Her, the wordy shipmates is a genuine academic tome that I would not have been able to read. Read, but she reads it, and like John Stewart does voices in it. See, I'm a snob with the books on tape. I really am. Oh, really? I got to tell you. Do you do? I feel it? like it's somebody like trying to feed me applesauce on an airplane. Like here, <laughs> eat it. Here it is. I'm gonna feed it to you. No, I just like to read it myself. I'm gonna read. I like it to read it too, but it, sometimes on, I, I started listening to him when I was doing the long over the over the road driving, mm-hmm. and then I was like, all right. And, um, and now, now I listen, like people are like, well, now I listen to podcasts. I don't listen to books on tape. And, but I'm just like, my brother Phil has an audible account that he, and he's constantly buying. He has all of the Robert Jordan wheel of time books on Mm -hmm. audible. 
there's like 16 of them mm. and they're all 40 hours long and but he drives all the time for work oh and I was like I don't want to listen to work book one much less I, I can't take the 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 idea of that's that's 200 hours that's I can't even watch the wire because uh, <laughs> the people are like you got to see all of it so I tried I watched most of the first season I was like that's this seems show. sad oh, oh you were looking yeah. you were looking for a happy ending that's not the show for no, you. No, no, not The Wire, not Breaking Bad, not even Mad Men, which is shinier. Never and still, Mad Men. Mad Men, it's, uh, all I want to see with Mad Men, if, if you could cut out all of the, um, the sort of the soap opera part of it and just give me the advertising, uh-huh. that'd be awesome. <laughs> because the ad campaigns are hilarious. Like for cigarettes and for the Kodak carousel, for the, you know, all these different things. And of course it's intertwined with the soap opera story, right. but I, I just, um, I don't want to, I don't want to see it, you know? I'm like, they're very, I don't know what television I do watch. You know what? I watch a lot of crap. I watch, um, like I know that there's not any science going on in Bones or Castle or, but I watch them. I used to say, I used to think that I wasn't, like, I wasn't a reality TV girl. Right. I totally am now. Oh, really? I, I, it's all I watch. What? I I mean, I, I, I watch a lot of news. Right. I watch a lot, a lot of news. Do you watch a lot of day, news? I watch a lot of news. Like what channel? I like everything. I Do you watch, watch the stuff that makes me angry and I watch the stuff head that, ones? Yeah, I watch, I watch Fox Where it news, isn't news. I watch MSNBC. I watch, no, I mean, I just, just in terms of news, like political news and stuff like that, I watch right. stuff that makes me want to shout. But like, do you watch like right, Rachel Maddow talkity talk and then I, I, O'Reilly talkity talk? I do. Cause those aren't news, those are opinions. Right, right, that's right. Okay. I watch, I, I so watch, watch the stuff that makes me, right. Okay. And I used to work at CNN. That was one of the jobs I had when I still thought I was going to do TV on the other side for a living. Right. Um, and, uh, I worked in news that way and I, I interned there when I was in college and I got off and, you know, and for me, it's funny, um, watching news like that, um, or working there, I think totally soured me to the, like people will say, that's, that's not news. That's, those are just, you know, those are, like you said, those yeah, are just talking, opinion, head talking kind heads. Of things. And to me, I realized that once I, once I worked at CNN and I saw like, how partisan and how biased and how one person makes a decision about what the world sees. Right. I got so bitter towards it that I just said, I'm going to watch the people that make me laugh or that I enjoy the most, the personalities I watch. The most. It's all crap. Nothing, you know, unless there's you want to no read news. the news, right? Like there's, you're not getting it. So if you think Rachel Maddow is funny and she gives good stats and I enjoy yeah. her, I think she's snarky. I think she's fantastic. Yep. I watch her. And just to balance that out, you watch the uh, I watch Rush Limbaugh. Yes, or, and I listen to Hannity in the car, and I listen to Rush. You know when I'm driving. That's what yeah. I do in the car when I'm driving. I listen Interesting. to right wing radio. Right wing radio. Right wing radio. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a tongue twister. It is a tongue twister. And, but yes. why? Because for me, I only read my news, mm-hmm. and then I will watch like The Daily Show and Colbert when I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's too the commitment's too great. My DVR is full, no right. doubt, and I don't care anymore. Uh, but the uh, and I want to watch Once Upon a Time. Quite honestly, which is a, an ABC television program <laughs> about uh, fables. Anyway, but happy, um, endings. happy endings and all that. But this is the witch is really bad on Once Upon a Time, the Wicked Witch. Uh-huh. Super brutal. Anyway, uh, but the um, yeah, the news. I that's that's its own hobby. Quite honestly, yeah. is to listen to and 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 hear what those people are saying, like yeah. all of those people, yeah. and the crazy. I feel interview. like you owe it to yourself. Like if that's how you consume your news, and you owe it to yourself to listen to both extremely okay sides. well that's you know? i mean that's very just of still you. you still you don't get the I, you don't get the story still well that's right. see yeah. what i do is i have bbc news as my home page yeah that's where you and then i listen to um 
yeah, I don't listen to any news. I will occasionally have NPR on, but not really. Uh-huh. And that, and then the news I'm getting there is mostly, here's a great country town that has a factory that makes mm-hmm. socks, and they're affecting change That's at a grassroots level. Come on, yeah. right? <laughs> All things considered, right. and but it's not. Yeah, I like the stories more than anything else. And I suppose maybe like Hannity and those guys have sto- – maybe it's a story hour, right? Or I mean, it's definitely stories. Right. <laughs> those guys would make me so mad because they say such mean they things. Me, they and make me very angry. But, you know, I just I, – as much as like – you know, my, my political views are quite liberal. Right. But uh, it's funny. As much as, as much as I am a liberal person, I still know that Ed Schultz is crazy. Like – I know that he's extreme as well. Like I, I don't, I can't. Well, that's because you're not, you're not a knee jerk liberal. You're a, you're a, a thinking human being who's a moderate, right? Who has some empathy. Perhaps that's what it is. Uh, that's what I would <laughs> like to say. Because, because I mean, if you think about it, you in the last four years has anyone said the word compassionate conservative? Right. They're not saying it anymore. They're they're not even pretending that compassion is part of their lives anymore. They're just like, poor people should die. And you're like, yes, yes, that would be convenient because there are 7 billion people on the planet. Right. And the earth is trying to kill us. I'm not, I, I think the earth, you, you ever think about the earth? Bent Washburn was doing this joke a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. about, um, earth's choice toilet paper. <laughs> he was at some place and it wasn't recycled. And he's like, that wouldn't be the earth's that choice. Yeah, not at all. And something about if you were talking to the earth of all the things that you could ask him about, you wouldn't ask what kind of toilet paper should we flush into you? You might ask, is it really getting hotter? Or, um, you know, or other things. But what I would want to ask the earth is, are you irritated that there are seven billion of the same species? <laughs> is that what you're trying to kill? Is that why? Is that yeah. why there's earthquakes and two tsunamis and you're just like, I've had it with you, this one species, which yes. is freaking everywhere, man. I'm, I'm so grateful for global warming. And let me just say this, um, <laughs> because I don't know how many of you guys, uh, have ever been landlords. So I'm jumping back into my, uh, <laughs> my squatter situation, but you can't, there's so many rules. Like none of the, the laws are in your favor as a landlord. Like right. squatters have every right, you know, right. have every right. You can't do anything to get them out. You can't evict people when it's cold. Like this girl strategically got in my place thinking, okay, by the time it gets cold, maybe she'll be trying to evict me, but she can't get me out. You oh, can't evict people spring. when it's below 32 degrees. Like, oh, right, that right. happens, you can't get people out. And I'm like, ha ha, mild winter. You're, <laughs> you're getting out. Like I just was like, sorry about the polar bears. I feel bad about the penguins, but you've got to go. That is hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm totally a re- reality junkie though. I, I guess. Yeah, what else? So what better. are you watching? I'm watching now. Bachelor? Whatever. No, no, no. I don't, Intervention? I don't watch that. I've never watched that. No. Uh, I watch, orders. I watch, I watch Bravo shows. It's all. Okay. Like, you know, but the one I've, I'm what watching you now, wear? I watched a marathon the other way, the other day of, um, so far of the season of couples therapy. It's on VH1. What? And it's like different couples, like people that are semi-famous, like a girl yeah, yeah. that was on, um, uh, uh, Jersey Shore and Hulk Hogan's ex-wife and her new boyfriend. <laughs> and each of them has issues. <laughs> And the, the rapper, like I don't him. know if you know the rapper DMX. Um, I'm familiar with his, he uh, his, and his name. He and his estranged wife are on there. They've been together like since they were teenagers. Okay. Years. They have four kids together. During the course of their marriage, they're, they're just estranged. Right. Not divorced. He's had six children with six other women. Oh. Throughout the course. <laughs> they're on he there together trying children. to, trying to figure, figure out a way. And not to be together, but I guess to, 
be okay with each other. And, and I'm like, if I, first of all, what is it going to take for you to get divorced? Like, you, right. six, you guys are just separated. Yeah, like, oh, uh, one more and I'm sleeping in the guest room. Like, what is that? Wait, so they're still living together. I don't, I don't but know. But they're, they're just angry. Together. They're angry and he's got issues. He's had, I'm like, if you, I, I, I said, I said, um, I said this the other day, I said, one of my friends, I'm like, if I, if, if my husband had six kids outside of our marriage, like I would not be on couples therapy. I no, would no. be on trial for his murder. Like, there's just no <laughs> way. And uh, to quote KRS-One, on TV. Uh, Jimmy Hat, my friend. Exactly. And is he bringing that home? Absolutely. He is was. he bringing his sort of all sexed up wiener that has been in other ladies? Uh, into, and she's still having relations with him? Is that something? I don't know if they still are. I, I think they're not probably right now. But it yeah, just, she- it's just, it's just. You know, and whole so it's like, fascinating. It's fascinating because you just—it's a way, like even intervention, just makes you feel better about your life. And I'm just saying, I know it. I, I, I again, I don't watch that either. Thing, I know it. It's it's interesting because I the only one I watch I think is Top Chef, and because Bravo is and that marathon business is the smartest thing you could do with a reality show because you're like. Oh, I guess I'll sit here for six hours and watch 12 episodes yep. of this program. And then you're in, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, what's that thing where they, uh, uh Mythbusters? Like I'll watch that or Cash Cab. Those are the only cab. sort of, cause Cash Cab, you That's know, a game I feel, show, though. it's a it's game not, show and I feel smart. Show. Yeah. I tend to feel kind of smart when I, when I'm watching some game show, uh, the Cash Cab, but I don't feel smart when I watch Jeopardy and I don't want to watch Jeopardy. It's too bright. I like how the lighting on Cash Cab. <laughs> you mean bright, like actually the lighting on the yeah, set? Yeah, the lighting on the set. It's too uh-huh. bright. I don't like Jeopardy. I don't like Wheel of Fortune. I don't like That's any funny. of your, I like Cash Cab because they're in a cab. It's gritty. It's real. Right. It's, it's a little more romantic. And yeah, and maybe because Ben, what's his face, does it. And uh, have you ever met him? I have. I did a show with him. Uh, he's supposed to be very funny. He's very funny. Very yeah, nice there guy. you go. Good. Every nice. time he asked me a question, I just hoped he gave me money. He was like, what's your name? I was like, Aaron Jackson. <laughs> Pay me! It's the right answer! <laughs> I knew the answer to my own question. I had like $100, please. And uh yeah, every time I take a cab in New York, I'm hoping. I totally hope. And c- comics have been on. Comics. Yeah, you know what I, I know did? Somebody that was on a comic. There was a great show on that I only saw one episode of, and maybe or it was a two or three night thing, and it was choirs. The sing off. Yeah, no, it was acapella an acapella. Groups. No, it was a, it was acapella groups. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, there was a group last season on from my college. They college kids. All oh, power. right. They were really good. They did really well. It's I, an, I got into it that 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 season. Yeah, and I liked. Uh, I liked because Andy wanted to watch it because he was in choir in in high school because we're 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 a very cool couple mm-hmm. and uh, so he's a very nice voice and but he was like I want to watch it voice. but what I want him to do what I want to do is I want to DVR it and I don't want to hear what the judges say I just want to see the performances uh-huh. and so we fast forwarded it and just watched the performances and he was like this is my favorite show ever yeah. and he also likes Top Chef so those are the only two that I ever watch. But then I do watch uh, sort of reality shows, right? Like Survivor Man's a mm-hmm. a thing and Mythbusters and Cash Cab, but Cash Cab is – that feels more real though. I know it's a game show, but it does feel more reality TV because you're like, that is an old Jewish couple from New York. How smart are they? Oh, some things they don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. So 
what else are you what else are you watching? That VH1 thing sounds amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I mean, pretty much I watch Bravo. I I pick the hotel chains I stay on. Like this hotel has Bravo. Like Hilton, I'm Hilton Honors, honestly, because they have Bravo and all their every hotel doesn't have Bravo. Really? Yes. I, I'm like Hampton Inn, please, because they have Bravo. Uh, Hampton Inn is my current favorite hotel chain. High five. High five that. Uh, today's episode brought to you by the Hampton Inn. They don't know it, <laughs> but uh, the Hampton Inn does great work. Yes, they, they really do. They're they're the free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. They have the cup of waffle breakfast that I rarely cookies. eat, but I, I like I'm the offer. Leaving. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want it, but you know what I like the option. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if there's a banana there, I might take it because <laughs> I'll eat a piece of fruit for free. I just I don't always want whatever creepy steam table food is being offered. I'm not a huge fan of steam table food or a cup of waffle. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So what would you recommend? Uh did you did you pick a, a book that I should read for, by this lady? This uh and any of them? All of them? Um let's see. I really enjoyed um Handle with Care. The Jody Colt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I enjoyed Handle with Care. I enjoyed um I said I enjoyed 19 minutes. Mm-hmm. Currently reading one of her oldest ones called The Pact. That was a Lifetime movie. Okay, um, but uh, I didn't see it. Is, so. Was there a pact? Well, is it about a pact? I don't know if there was a pact. Oh, it's early pages. Someone says that. Well, I'm halfway through it, but someone claims there was a pact, but I, I don't think. I don't know. Is there crime? There's a there's a murder. A murder or a suicide or a su- we don't know. Maybe it's a pact. Mm-hmm. All right, so. that's kind of awesome. Yeah. It's uh yeah I I wish I read there's part of me that wishes that I read less theme books mm-hmm. sort of like oh these are all the mysteries or these are all journalistic th- thrillers by Ross Thomas or uh-huh. you know and I tend to read by author uh huh no just, just because you then know. I find an author that I like and that person's only read three book written three books and they won't write another one. <laughs> Like, what up, Zadie Smith? Get on it. Zadie Smith. Dear Zadie Smith. Zadie at ZadieSmith.com. Who's Zadie Smith? She's a British author. She's, uh, she's amazing. Is she? she? Uh, yeah. She wrote, uh, White Teeth. Uh, do you know White Teeth? I don't. And, uh, On Beauty was the one that I enjoyed the most. Okay. The first one that I read of hers. I think it was her. And is it more modern fiction? It's, um, it's, it's really, first of all, it's very elegant writing. I love the way that she writes. Oh, Um, really good prose. On Beauty, yeah. On Beauty is a, is a, is a book that she adapted from an older book, but basically took the same things and the same characters, but updated them and, and, and switched the story a bit. It's an amazing book. Um, and then White Teeth was a BBC movie. Okay. Um, and, uh, that was amazing too. She's, she's, she's black writer, black British writer. Are they, she's just, are they sad? She's elegant. It's just beautiful. And the writing is just amazing. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, uh, that sounds, that sounds great. I love, um, I'm reading this, this young adult title that I shouldn't bring up because I don't have it, uh, in front of me, but it's right over there. So I could walk and talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Well, I talk to myself all the time. That's good. <laughs> Do you? Oh, absolutely. What about absolutely. What? Everything. What everything? Oh, it's just a running commentary. Of Pretty much. Life. Yeah, just stream of consciousness stuff. I think I'm keeping in my head, but really, I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> I like that. It's uh, okay. Shirley wins by a guy named Todd Taylor, hmm. and it is um, it's a young, supposedly a young adult title, but it has a couple of cuss words in it, and it's very <gasps> beautifully written. <laughs> I know it. I know there's some swearing. And, uh, it is, it's about a grandmother who has like an um, administrative assistant job mm-hmm. in government, mm-hmm. but she is raising her granddaughter and she finds an old physics textbook mm-hmm. at the grocery store just in a, in a push cart. 
and she starts totally getting into physics. So it's this grandmother lady who eventually, I assume, will build a catapult that will throw pumpkins in a pumpkin throwing contest. But the crazy thing is, is she keeps like I'm uh, almost I'm two thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. Shirley wins by Todd Taylor, and uh, she has injured herself mm-hmm. several times because she keeps she doesn't know how to build things. She understands the science, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. She only knits. She's previously only knitted. So uh-huh. now she's building things with, she's welding. She's got a ham, you know, a hammer and a drill and a, and she's got all these things and she keeps, she's like, okay, safety measures, safety measures. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, she was in a coma. Uh, that's when I, I was like, oh my goodness, please don't die, uh, oh, in this young adult Nana. Exactly. Very much so. <laughs> anyway, so that, I mean, that's, by Shirley Wins by Todd Taylor. Mm-hmm. You could read that. And then Zadie. Yes, I enjoy her. You enjoy her. That's awesome. Yeah. I was I spend a lot of time at bookstores. I really do. Um judging books by their covers because that's what <laughs> that's what you do in bookstores, right? Sure. Um but I was I was laughing so hard. I was in Barnes and Noble and uh the other day. Is that the one that's still open? Yeah, yep. Barnes and Noble. Um I was a borders girl and then they they oh, right. and yeah, crashed, yeah. crashed and burned. Um, but I was in the new history section and I probably laughed about that for about five minutes. The idea of the new history? I mean, history that's the section? name of it. It's new history. And new. that's on the card, on the placard. And I almost, like, I just was like, <laughs> did you take it? <laughs> <laughs> just looking around like, do you guys see this? It says new history. Did you take a picture of it? You know that I did. I took I, a picture of everything. <laughs> Didn't we already have this discussion? <laughs> Nobody was going to be mad at me for taking pictures of the new history section. Right, new history. And then what was there? Was it the revisionist history of Newt Gingrich? Was it <laughs> that would have been? Was great. it Henry Kissinger talking about how he didn't go into Laos? Just, just and the, uh, Mitt Romney flip flop quotes. Oh my god, the so new history. New history. So and, new, and, uh, pu- newly published history books. Newly published really, history books. It just made me laugh. Oh, it's newly published history. I'm sure books. that's what it was. Titanic yeah. tragedy is one of them, and an author by the name of Gombrich. Whatever, man. It made me laugh. It made you laugh. That's awesome. And then there's a Chick-fil-A. Yes, that's oh, that's a closed Chick-fil-A, which is how I know when it's Sunday because I'm a heathen. Um, <laughs> I uh, right, so you I, don't I grew know. Up going to church, and I was in the mall on Sunday, and I, it doesn't even occur to me at, at this point in my life. It's sad. I really need to do something about that. But I was in, I was in the, the mall. Can I tell oh, man, people I, that we had breakfast closed. this morning? Is it Sunday? No, you gave oh. thanks before we ate in public. Yeah, but I don't. But I and I always do that. I'm right. To, I don't go to the church. Right. I don't go to. I go to church with my parents. Yeah, That's well, when I, I go to church. And I don't go. Remember? Oh, they go every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But you're not home. You so. Yeah, um, I'm usually not home. That's that's what I say. I'll tell you something. The last time I was home, uh, I go to church and my dad and my brother, who also go to church every Sunday, uh-huh. but sit and have coffee during church. In the, in the, they go I mean, to the church. They go to the church and they sit through like half of the, half, half of the service. And granted, an Armenian church service is three hours long. Oh my God. So like it's a long people. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they spend about an hour and a half. They, they last about an hour and a half. And then they go have coffee and talk. Like That's they don't see each other. So yeah. And, uh, right. <laughs> and so I was in there waiting for communion because I thought, well, what the heck? As long as I'm here, I might as well, you know, get my chops in with the communion and uh my father comes they're about to do communion and he's like hey come here phil's here and my other brother who is just driving through town uh wants to say goodbye to me during communion 
He wants to come outside? Right. So he can't wait another 35 minutes? So I have to leave, and so I did not get communion, and uh, so I'm still full of sin. Full of sin. Darn. Ah, well. It turns out I'll get over it. If I believed in hell, it would be something else, but uh, but I don't. I believe we make our own hell. Really? I really? decided what hell would be for me last week. I was just having a discussion with someone. The squatter? I have, no, that was, <laughs> no. That was that was good over. It was purgatory. I am a, 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 yes. An extreme road rager, like extreme. Oh, really? Like it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. I went off on someone the other day. It's it's it's. it's I don't know. You're not a road rager. You seem like a no, no. nice lady. Oh, you? oh, I, I I have dealt with it. We possibly could talk afterwards. Have you ever road raged at someone and you were going to the same place? Have you ever been through that? And just that that. Uh-huh. Shame of yeah, I did that the other day at an airport pulling into the airport parking lot. And I I lost on this lady, and then all of a sudden she was the right there back <gasps> to the terminal. Just the two of us on the shuttle. So terrible. Did you did you talk to her? No, I just averted. I just come on. I'm a punk. Like I just, <laughs> in my car, I was big in bed. But once I got, I was like, oh god, lady, don't look at me. I'm so embarrassed. But um, I decided for me because I I just cannot stand people who just drive so slowly. And sometimes you know you're in the middle of nowhere sure. driving up mountains. And I decided that hell for me would be eternally driving the wide load follow car <laughs> on a highway behind one of those sure start driving 35 miles an hour mm-hmm. on an interstate. Mm-hmm. Like that for me would be. The worst greatest. than fire and brimstone. I mean, it just it I it would drive me crazy. That would be my personal hell. Well, here's here's a fun fact about Jackie Cation. About five years ago, I made a decision that when I was mean to somebody, because when I lose it, I lose it on the road. I lose it in a retail situation. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Is when I snap at some poor bastard or making nine TSA. bucks an hour, or the TSA, <laughs> which I found out yesterday. You cannot ask them to open up another line like you're at the grocery store, <laughs> uh, because they will take you aside for a half an hour and uh, go through all of your stuff to punish you, bastards. Anyway, so, uh, but what I do is I have to apologize. Mm-hmm. And if I don't apologize and I drive home, I have to get back in my car and go find the kid that I whipped a green pepper at at the grocery store who was bagging my groceries too slow or whatever was happening. And I have to apologize. Oh, that's nice. Uh, is it nice? I'll You're tell you. Human being. Uh, it's not nice. What it is is it stops me in mid-rage uh, because I don't want to apologize. I see. Because I hate you. I don't want to be mean to you and then what I think is justifiable rage and then have to apologize to you. Like I I was behind this guy at a liquor store and I've told this story before, but I mean I'm behind this guy at a liquor store who uh, is writing a check and has forgotten his ID and there's people behind me and he's already chatty and I have a soda and I'm late for I'm meeting a friend for coffee. I don't know why I need a soda in retrospect when I'm meeting a friend for coffee, but I do. And so I've stopped. I've gotten a soda. It might be your problem. It might be one of my problems. (laughs) And, And so the guy in front goes, I'll run out to my car and get my checkbook or get my ID. So he runs out to his car and I say to the kid working the register, can I just give you money for this and leave? And he goes, yeah, but you have to wait until after that guy. You can't skip. So he obviously has his own issues. And I snap. Because I'm 40 years old. Well, if that was the case, you wouldn't have asked. You'd have just stood in line. Yeah, then I, exactly, exactly. So I crumpled a five dollar bill and threw it in his face and said "fuck off" and stormed out. Ooh, hey, grown up lady. <laughs> hey, mature adult. And so um, I went and met from my friend for coffee. 
my friend uh, uh, Michelle, and Michelle, uh, and I tell her what happens, and she knows the rule that you have to go back and apologize, that you have to apologize in the moment. She goes, so you're going back after after coffee to apologize to this kid? And I said, well, I gave him $5. Isn't that sort of like buying an indulgence? <laughs> and he goes, and she goes, okay, all right. And I was like, damn you Judgment. for being sane. And so I went back, and he was on break. And so I had to wait till he came back from Quiznos. And he walks up to me, and he's like, so – and he looks at me and goes, do you want your $5 back? And I said, no, I'm here to apologize for being a jackass. And he goes, okay. He didn't say – no, he didn't say, no, no, that's okay. He went, okay. And I said, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your day or do anything like that. And he goes, all right, well, if uh, I bought a lottery – I bought lottery tickets, so if you leave your phone number, if we win, I'll split it with you. Huh. So – there's that reward for not being, but it was humiliating. I, I, Hugh, I once grabbed a woman. Stop trying to be such a nice person. Oh my God. I grabbed a woman at a gas station and then we had to pump gas next to each other for the next you five minutes. You grabbed her? Yeah. Yeah. I, gra- I grabbed her shirt and she, and she, luckily she was a bus driver and she had dealt with crazy people before and she looked me dead in the eye and said, you're not going to hit me. And I let go over and I said, of course I'm not going right. to hit you. I'm so sorry. But she skipped in front of me at the <laughs> So I am insane. A bit of rage. Okay. I have some rage. But what I've done is I've, I've decided that I have to apologize in the moment. And it has stopped me. Now I tend to lose it every 18 months. And it used to be every four to six. Uh-huh. So it, it's spreading out a little bit. That's good. 45? Any minute now I'm going to learn how to live my life. Oh no, 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 that's because I'm doing some work. And plus I got crystals. I got this amethyst and I got this rose quartz that I can play with. Hey, you're full of heart. Hey, you're brainy. You should wear glasses. Anyway, um, what would you tell people as a dork? Which, that they should get out there? That they should totally get out there and start collecting uh, shot glasses? Yeah, well, and if they I mean, find people a good are one? probably all dorks in their own way. Oh, totally. So they should just go on podcasts and talk about it. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, just share it with other people. So right. we can all just be a dork nation. Dork nation? Stop hiding in the forest. That's it. Get your own tree, build a tree house, <laughs> and live it up. Thanks for tuning in, folks. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?